Welcome to On the Prowl. Hi everybody, welcome to On the Prowl. I'm Robert Rowe. And I'm Ramey Johnson. Thank you for listening to us today. So I have this episode with University of Memphis long snapper with us, Preston Brady. What's up, Preston? How have you been, Preston? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Doing good. Pretty good, man. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. No problem, boys. No problem. So, what have you been up to? Well, we started um, we started football uh, last week. Started back training, so kind of been doing that. And then uh, I got an internship at Strategic Financial Partners. So I've been doing that for the past couple of weeks, trying to make a little bit of money and learn the business. So see how that goes. But it's about been up to, man. So how stoked are you for Coach Silverfield getting the head coaching job now? I'm fired up, man. Uh, he he's he's one of my favorite coaches of all time. Even through my uh, high school, middle school, through all my years of playing any kind of sport, he's one of my favorite. He's he's just one of those people that you can relate to and get get a really good relationship with, even with outside of football. So that's right. what I'm excited about. But I'm yeah. ready to get to going, man. I don't know about y'all, but I'm yeah. ready for. Football. I wish yeah. we'd be allowed in the stadium. Y'all might. Who knows? That could all change. That's Who true. Because um, uh, I was actually at the Cotton Bowl, and I got to see, like, a firsthand view of the players, like, rallying, rallying around Coach Silverfield. And it, it really looked like something special. It, it did look like a family out there. So I was just proud to see that and proud sure, to see that. Yeah, sure. I, I was watching on TV, and they were all, like, celebrating with them. And I saw the oh, video when he got – Escorted into y'all's locker room and y'all were all jumping around on him and excited. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we we all got a good relationship with him. So uh, it's a it's a good good relationship with everybody and with him. So I'm excited and the new coaching staff too that he brought in. Yeah, guys, the guys from Ole Miss and all them. Even though we're not big Ole Miss people, but <laughs> we still like all those coaches. We we got much respect for them. So so what inspired you to play sports? Tough question out the gate, huh? Okay. Um, so, actually, my grandfather played football at the University of Memphis. So, uh, I, I was a big basketball guy. I don't know if y'all believe me because how big I am, but I used to be a big basketball guy. And then I kind of gained some weight in high school and really enjoyed football. So, when I started doing that, I realized I would have a really good chance of playing college football. And so, I was like, you know what? Might as well do that. Maybe put basketball up for a little bit. So, I still played basketball in high school, but um, football was my path. So, really, my grandfather did just because I wanted to follow in his footsteps because he played football in Memphis in 64. I always wanted to be a Tiger and follow in his footsteps and do what, do what he did for the city. And I was like, all right, let's do this thing. So That's great. And I'm glad you're a Tiger. I mean, you're making a great impact on the team. So I appreciate that. I appreciate no problem. that. Well, you spoke about how your, your love for basketball, like, you had that during your childhood. So did uh, playing multiple sports, did that help you develop your skills as a football player slash long snapper? Oh, for sure. Um, I always tell kids, like, if I'm helping a kid work out or just doing anything to just talk to kids, I always tell them that being a one-sport athlete is not the way to go. If you're going to do it, you might as well learn from all different backgrounds either that's basketball or, like, lacrosse or something in, in that genre. I think that's the best way to do it because you learn so many different things. And life's too short just to do one sport, you know. 
yeah. mean, now I'm at the point where I just play football, but I wouldn't change the past about going back and playing basketball whatsoever. Some of the relationships I made in basketball and playing AAU basketball back in the day, those were a long time ago, but playing those, I just the relationships you gain with everybody and just – because you learn more things from, like, let's just say if I'm a defensive player and I'm playing defensive football and a basketball, there's a lot of the same movements that you yeah. have. To use. And so being able to do both of those movements helps a lot, I think. And I, and that's what I would tell kids now. If you're going to do it, you might as well play as many sports as you can because there's no point in just playing one sport, you know? I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. I would just say I, playing t- two sports, three sports, whatever you have time for, just do it. That's my biggest advice. No yeah. no, no reason just to focus on one thing, especially if you're talented, you know? Yeah, for sure. Preston, are you close to uh, the Memphis manager? I think his name is Mark Hohorst. Yeah, I am. Mark. Yeah, he let me come work the spring game two, you spring, did? two spring games ago. It was fun. I love it, yeah. Well, did Big well, – I think I remember seeing you, I think. Um, yeah, you, pr- you probably saw me. I probably. talked. I talked to a lot of players. I met, and I think his name was Mark Marquavion Quinn, quarterback. Seven. Yeah, number seven. Yeah, yeah. Quay. Yeah, yeah. He's my boy. He, He's a good dude, man. He's like Ben Michael Vick. He likes to run that ball. I'm hoping he gets some action this year. Yeah, I don't know. B. White's still our quarterback, man. So we're yeah. riding with him until he's until he's gone. So yeah. What. Or how happy are you with how he led this team? Oh, so I actually lived with Brady when he first got here. So Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so when Brady first got here, Coach Ravel called me and said, hey, I got this quarterback coming in. Do you have an extra room in your house? And I said, yeah. And so Brady and Coach Ravel came over to my house. I had to clean my house real quick. But Brady came in. I lived with Brady for about a year. And that dude, he's such a good leader. And he's just so vocal. And he, he's very well-spoken. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And people were just – his first year, people really just didn't listen to him just because, you know, he's a new guy coming in. It's hard. It's hard for somebody to come in and people just automatically listen to you. But he's proven himself a lot, and I feel like everybody loves Brady and listens to him. He, So we had player-led workouts over the break. And mm-hmm. me and a couple other guys and Brady especially all led um, some just simple workouts. And Brady's really – I mean, like I said, he's very vocal and – People really respect him and listen to him. So that's my boy, B. White. So being from Memphis, how did how did that help you decide on staying here and playing for University of Memphis? I had a couple offers from just smaller schools. Memphis was actually my only big D one offer, and so that kind of made it easy too. But like I said, like my grandfather playing here and my dad going to University of Memphis, and being he actually is the chaplain for the football team, and so. Okay. Knowing he was still there and just some of the relationships I had with the guys from just being around the team, it made it very, very simple. And I was blessed to be able – I got a walk-on opportunity, and then actually I just got put on scholarship this summer. Congrats. Congrats. That's really awesome. That's a a big blessing for me and my fit, though. So it's it's been a heck of a ride, you know. It's been a tough year, too. You know, but after last year, it gets me fired up more about this, my last year, so. Well, what would you say is your favorite thing about the U of M, whether that be, like, the school in general or just the football team or both of me? Yeah, so I'll, I'll say one thing about the school and then one thing about football. How does that sound good? Yeah, that's good. Do your thing, man. Okay, so I'd say the first thing about the school is I feel like 
there's a lot more opportunities here in Memphis just because the school is in a city and not yeah. many not many colleges are really uh, they're just college campuses there's not there's not anything else around it so being on the football team and allowing to have opportunities to meet people and and just being going to the University of Memphis and having opportunities outside of that and not just having school here I think it's right. a huge blessing too because whether my girlfriend keeps me around or not, maybe I'll stay in the city and have a job <laughs> here and maybe, maybe marry her one day. But if that doesn't work out, I mean, there's still other opportunities out here in the city. And that's what I love about the school being in the city. So, yeah. And then I would say about the football team, just the brotherhood we have. Yeah. Because uh, everybody's kind of from the area. If you think about it, there's not really many people outside of or more than five hours away, you know? Yeah. It's, so, uh, everybody's just close and everybody's we're just a tight-knit group and I feel like we're all we're all in this together as coach says we're all in I know we said that a lot but I feel like everybody on the team's all in for the city especially I mean not to hate on the basketball team but they haven't been doing too great the past couple of years and so <laughs> I feel like everybody's kind of stepped into the role of being on the football team and knowing that we kind of run this city right now and I feel like the city respects that a lot and so I feel like it's good for everybody, and especially on the football team. So. Well, I mean, I can say that the basketball team did not have college game day here. The football team did. So I, I, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on the basketball. I, no, I, I respect all those guys, but we're a football city right now. So they'll, they'll be they'll be fine. They'll be great. So speaking of college game day, how was your college game day experience? Man, that was the. It's unreal. It's probably one of the greatest experiences I've ever had in my entire life. I mean, that place was rocking. Um, <laughs> the place was rocking, man. Yeah, I was down there that morning. Right now, I'm starting to get sweaty in my hands just thinking about it. But uh, it was not. I mean, I've never experienced anything like that. And I've, oh, like I said, I've always been in the city and I've known Memphis football. And looking up and seeing that it was literally all Memphis fans was the greatest feeling in my entire life. And just knowing that the city respected us. Yeah, it was. It and, was awesome. And yeah. also, though, I will say that my experience was a little bit better than everybody else's because I was the one that recovered that onside kick at the end. So that made – that that kind of put the, uh, the icing on the cake, man. So that, that, was, that was a huge play. Dude. That was one of the most nerve-wracking moments of my life. But that was game awesome. was so amazing. I hey, kudos that. to you for getting that as well. Yes, uh, that was that was great. I appreciate it. But I just, I remember being there and just like the the atmosphere was just oh. I know. So when we pulled up on the buses for Tiger Walk. Yeah, how was that, uh, dude? I couldn't. My girlfriend was standing down there, and I was like, there is no way I'm going to be able to find her. Like, there were so many people there, man, and it was actually that right there. Gives, I'm telling you, it gives me chills just thinking about it. So. <laughs> so, did you end up finding her? Yeah, I found her. I found her. She was wearing a little pink little hat, so it was easy to spot out. I don't know why she was wearing pink. That's, that's good. So. Well, being seen as an overlooked position, what do you feel about being a long snapper? Well, uh I think all special teams is uh, very important. I mean, I think the snapper, the punter, the holder, all – I mean, all of those, the kicker, I think are very uh, crucial crucial um, positions for the team. And I think if you have a good good trust between all the guys, like I think me, Adam, Riley, and Trey, 
we all have a really tight kind of just relationship with each other. And I think that the team sees that. And so the team trusts us a lot, which we don't like disappointing them. But when yeah. we kick, when Riley kicks a 55 yard field goal in the championship game, and then we look at the Cincinnati bench and we're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good feeling. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. But I, I think it's very, it's a crucial position for anybody. I mean, <clears throat> It's not it's not as important as the quarterback, but we also have to get the job done when coach calls our name and when we ha- when it's in a tight game. So I think it's I think it's crucial. So with having to play at Cincinnati back to back a couple weeks in a row, what did you were you nervous or? I don't like those guys. Them guys, nah, I don't you, like them. So we were all pretty we were pretty fired up about it. We weren't nervous about it. We trusted Coach, and we trusted ourselves and knew that we were the better team. And so being able to do that was beat them twice. I don't know if you've ever seen the statistic, but we're like the fourth team or eighth team or something like that <laughs> to ever beat a team back-to-back, the same team back-to-back. So the fact that we did that was awesome, and I want I can't wait for next year. You know, we play them on Friday night – or not Friday, on, on Halloween in Cincinnati. Well – because they're going to be scared when we beat them. That's that's what it is. That's exactly right. what it is. Another piece of them, I'll be happy. <laughs> well, it's a really good game. Yeah. And we're it's gonna on Halloween, too. We're going to win, though. It's, we're going to win. Uh, that's the plan. That's the plan. So. Um, what would you say is your favorite memory playing for this team? Man, it has to be the championship, man. Okay. Uh, getting that big old ring on my finger. I mean, because uh, we had two tough years before that. And having that feeling of losing a championship is probably one of the worst feelings in the world. Uh, and so the fact that we got to do that and the fact that we beat Cincinnati, I mean, if it was if it was UCF, it would have been a little bit better. But the fact that it was Cincinnati and it was back-to-back weeks, it was, uh, that's probably my favorite moment. And then Riley kicking those two big field goals in that game was pretty huge. So This year in, this, in the sure. city, um, sure. hopefully – Fans are allowed there because I will be cheering my head off yeah. after we beat UCF because that's what, that's what's going to happen. No doubt, boys. We need it. We, I need another ring on my finger. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Man. How how excited for you are you for this coming up season? What what are your expectations like? Uh, man, I'm I'm pretty fired up, um, especially since it's my last year. Uh, I'm pretty just. I'm excited for the opportunity, and I'm ready for uh, all the games we have, especially Central Florida. We play them on a Friday night here. Okay. So I'm excited about that, and then I'm excited to go to Purdue. I think that will be fun, play some big boy football up there. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm excited for it, and I think everybody's just kind of chomping at the bits, and this quarantine's been tough on everybody, but yeah. everybody's ready to get back after it and hopefully, hopefully have a good season with fans. I think we'll have fans, but – that's what that's what I think. But yeah. what life I mean, lessons have you learned through playing football? Ah, a lot, man. I've learned learned how to be a good leader, especially being a vocal leader and making sure I say the right things to the right right guys and not stepping on anybody's toes and really just having a an opinion on what what people say and when people listen to that, that's a really big um, it's a big thing for me. And I think that uh, just being humble. And learning how to take a loss, it mm-hmm. sucked. But learning how just to to move on yeah. is a huge thing. Because not many people, it's hard for a lot of people to move on after something like losing two championships in a row. That's 
not many teams bounce back from that. But then having a year like we did last year and winning and going to the Cotton Bowl, that, that's just something I, I take through my life daily. If that means I'm going to work at 7.45 in the morning and I have to wake up, that's tough. But you got to push through it and learn and be accepting to listen to people too. I mean, even though some people listen to me, I got to be able to listen to other people, you know. So. Right. One thing about the football team is the brotherhood. But um, one of the things with bonding is laughing. Who would you say is the funniest teammate you have? Who who has you cracking up every single day? Who who asked you to ask me this? Um, every time I get asked, every time this question comes up, it, it's on a podcast or it's on a TV show. I always get <laughs> asked this question. Um, the funniest, I'd probably say Coxie. Coxie's probably one of the funniest people I've ever met. Um, but then, let's see, there's a, there's a couple other guys who I'm just like, man, what are you doing? Um, I, would, I would say Coxie's the funniest just player on the team. He, that dude will make you laugh no matter what. So I would not have guessed that because on, on the field, he's such a beast. He's so, he's so serious about his game. But Man, I wish you all would see him, man. He's funny, man. Um, I saw – we – we went to dinner the other night, and I was, I'm telling you, I get tears in my eyes every time I listen. He's <laughs> yeah. funny, so. Your boy, boys seem pretty funny, too. I mean, your yeah. boys like y'all cool. Y'all know what's happening, so. I appreciate that. Yep. I, laugh, I laugh at anything, basically. That is true. I, I, I laugh a lot, same way. I'm the same way. It's a good trait to have. That is true. Well, Preston, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners today? Man, I, I appreciate y'all listening. Y'all keep my boys up. I'll see all the gear y'all be posting on social media. I'm going to have to give me one of those sweatshirts, my boys. Yes, sir. I love but it. I appreciate y'all having me today, man. It was great talking to y'all. Sorry it took me so long to finally get a, get a chance to do this. Thank y'all for uh, letting me come on here and talk and speak my mind a little bit. But Not a problem. I appreciate y'all boys. So I'm Robert right Hood. I'm Raymond Johnson. Love you guys. Peace. Don't forget to join us next time on The Prowl. With the boys, yeah, we swoop, yeah, we swoop. And we got them high blocks, and we'll shoot, and we'll shoot. With the Mercedes Benz in the coop, in the coop. And this shit's so fucking hard, it's on loop.